Hi, this is Bob Williamson. Trump. As anticipated, I got some mail from Trump lovers yesterday after my post. One longtime reader remembered that when Trump ran the first time, that I supported him and wanted to know why I changed. Initially, I went to New York City with many prominent religious leaders, including the likes of Franklin Graham, Tony Birkins, and many other men and women of God. Rumors swirled around the meeting hall that Franklin Graham had led Trump to the Lord backstage prior to his appearing before us. He was very contrite, soft-spoken. There was not a hint of arrogance, narcissism, or foul language. And after hearing him, I was excited, and he had my vote. At the time, he was actively courting the Christian vote, and for the most part, was successful in that effort. With some going so far as saying the election was won, due to the faith-based vote. After he was elected, I had a couple of friends in his inner circle and was told that prayers abounded before each of his staff meetings. He had a spiritual advisor, and she had weekly meetings with him. I don't know what changed him, but there was a noticeable change in him. I saw him mimic a disabled man and flop his arms around making fun of him and imitating in a derisive manner his lack of control over his arms. Trump later said he did not ridicule the reporter, but that pig of a lie won't fly. I saw Trump making fun of him with my own eyes when it happened. Reporter's name was Sergei Kovleski. He had arthrogryposis, a genital condition affecting the joints. Many people say this is the worst thing he's done. It was indicative to me that we turned the corner, and I'm not alone either. When asked in a recent Bloomberg poll what bothered them the most, about Donald Trump of a slew of controversies, they picked one action above all others when a candidate mocked a reporter with a disability. Much more has happened after that event that has demonstrated to me that he has a mean spirit about him. His mouth is vile and his ego's off the charts. And I've had enough of hearing him bloviate. I don't know if he's guilty of all of the felonies for which he has been indicted or not. I find it disgusting to have a choice between Joe Biden, who is senile and facing legal troubles of his own, and Trump with all of his baggage. I readily admit Trump was a great president, perhaps the greatest of them all. 
He restored our military and gained, regained respect for America. His accomplishments were many, getting tough on crime, appointing good federal judges and Supreme Court justices, reducing taxes, reducing illegal immigration, resurrecting our energy industry, building a robust economy, and more. What happened? Maybe he let the power of the presidency go to his head. Or it was a constant pressure from his enemies, including the press and bureaucrats within his own government, or some giant conspiracy of a worldwide cabal. Or maybe he just turned it back on God. One uh, friend and uh, reader wrote, we've traded comments in Trump before. You make many fair and good points. However, I believe you pin an inordinate amount of the blame for the divisiveness on Trump. Your description of him is accurate, but I believe the divisiveness of this country lies mostly with the leftist radicals that have you either accept and affirm what they believe or say or do, or you are a racist, bigot, homophobe, intolerant, SOB, i.e. BLM, Antifa, Congressional, Black Caucus, PETA, Planned Parenthood, and many, many more. I think now normal people, many conservatives, have simply had enough and started to push back. Many see Trump as the only one with enough intestinal fortitude to represent them in a quest to push back on this uniparty corrupt cadre in Washington. And surely not the RNC or the establishment class in Washington. Democrats stick together at all costs like ravenous, immoral wolves. My friend is right. We are the divided states of America, and no one is responsible for this deep division. No one person. Satan is leading the way, but too many join in him or join him in this war of mighty adversaries. Beyond my pay grade, I was reminded by one reader of one thing that is sure. And yet the Bible says God appoints all the kings and presidents who come into power. So as Christians, we must accept whoever comes into leadership. I intend to abide by this command even when doing so with a heavy heart as I gaze at Donald Trump's mugshot. Take heart, my friends. We are closer than we think to having a perfect leader who loves justice and loves us. 
Romans 13, 11. When you do all these things, keep in mind the times we are living in. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your sleep. The full effects of our salvation are closer now than when we first believed in Christ. The dark night of evil is nearly over. The day of Christ's return is almost here. So let us get rid of the works of darkness that harm us. Let us do the works of light that protect us. Let us act as we should, like people living in the daytime. Have a great weekend. Go to church this Sunday. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening.